The subject of today's episode is a method of execution, which from as far as I can see was one of the most chaotic and disorienting forms of torture before a death that has ever existed. Going back to the 6th century BC Rome, we'll hop around almost a thousand years of this punishment before it's abolished, only for it to be brought back in the Middle Ages by who else but the Germans consisting of a large sack of some sort, some animals, and a water source, this form of execution was used exclusively for a very specific type of crime. A crime that was seen as one of the most deplorable acts a person could commit. In English, it loosely translates to penalty of the sack. Today we cover Buena Cola. I'm Kevin Young. And I'm Dan. I still haven't lost all of my baby fat, Hergen. <laughs> and this is torture. Not as much of a fan as, of uh, Poina Cola as I am of the old Coca Cola. Coca Cola? Yeah. I say Coca Cola's killed Cula. more people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be Poina Cola. Uh, but you know, it could be Coca Cola too. Who knows? I don't know. Fuck. I guess it depends on what part of the country you're from. That's true. So what's going on in your neck of the woods? Um, severe lack of stuff, as far as I know, going on in my neck yeah. of the woods. <laughs> Being honest. Um, <laughs> oh, there were riots here. Um, was it last week? Yeah, the week before. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dublin City got crazy because some dickhead stabbed some kids in the middle of the street mm -hmm. so um yeah, don't condone the reaction you know obviously what happened right the kids right is terrible but yeah it's throwing it out there it's uh the the majority of people who seem to be doing what they were doing are um yeah most of us are not happy with them let's just say like you know they're Sure. They, don't, they do not represent our country. There so, you go. Yeah. But yeah. It's a bit if you're going to get in the street and break th shit as an Irishman, you better be fucking drunk just come out of the bar, goddammit, not rioting for stupid shit. Yeah, like, there was people <laughs> smashing windows and trying to get at these, uh, were supposed to be Muslim lads. Now, the guy who did the stabbing was a foreign guy. He um, okay. wasn't Muslim, though, as far as I know. But anyway, they went after any foreign person they could. And yeah, not cool. no, um, it's just so basically a bunch of scumbags using just an excuse to smash it up as a rule, really. Um, yeah. they're so tired of the government, despite the fact most of them are on um, are on uh, the doll, the government substance yeah. thing, but um, and uh, they're all hailing this one guy as a hero, which is fair enough, a delivery guy or some shit. Um, who and who is also a foreigner? So there you go. They have a yeah, a GoFundMe I mean, set up for him to buy him a pint to thank him, and it has like over three hundred thousand euro <laughs> built up already. God damn! How's expensive? How expensive is a pint? I uh, know. Yeah, it's Dublin, man. <laughs> you know, it's, um, 
But uh, I, I, and I also, while I completely appreciate, like, I mean, what he did, I also think it's kind of ironic, though, how these same people who are donating to that, raising over 300,000 euro to buy this one guy a pint, are also the same people then complaining then about housing and not being able to put people in the houses, and they're also the ones without the houses, supposedly, um, and saying sure. the government won't do anything. Well, how about y'all put some of that towards helping out some of these people then, <laughs> instead of oh, shit. buying a 300,000 euro pint? But that's just yeah. my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with, you know, saying thanks to the guy and, and, and doing, you know, what you can, but there's other stuff you need to take care of. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's yeah, but not by any means, um, say, trying to take away from what anybody did or any of that stuff. It's more kind of the, uh, trying to think of the right word. It's kind of the double standard of some of uh-huh. it. You know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> this, this happened like last week, was it? I think it was about two weeks ago now. Two weeks ago? Is it still just like all over the news and people still going crazy about uh, people it? People are still talking about it and they shut down the city for a couple of days or a day or so and stuff like that because some people are afraid to open up businesses and some people couldn't. Yeah. You know, like there was public transport satellite, police attacked, stuff like that. I don't know why they're attacking the police, but sure look. Well, as the police in Ireland and the police here, I can understand attacking the police here, but they're two completely different institutions. Yeah. <laughs> That's mad, though. It's like, it's like and all one reason they're like odd because they weren't there to protect people and all this stuff. And it's like, well, they can't, they can't be everywhere at once. Yeah, know, like, yeah. like that's the thing like as i'm saying like I, I have a member of the police living directly across the road from me now if i walked around the corner and i just randomly stabbed somebody yes yeah. he sees it <laughs> you know like what well, he meant to magically teleport to me and just be like hey we're the cops you know it's not like the vegan police and fucking <laughs> what you call it or the grand yeah scott the pilgrim police. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah just show up out of nowhere yeah yeah you partook That's in that we'll take a, par- a chicken parmesan <laughs> chicken parmesan's vegan <laughs> yeah where's o'connell he's supposed to be up there with those kids before they get stabbed yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i mean yeah Dumb i just it's the fact that the whole city went berserk and uh it's covered the you know it's been all over the news and shut down the city and all that for a few kids getting stabbed and we just murder children in their own school and it's like news at 11 19 children dead inside school and look at what new movies are out for the winter time yeah. it, it's it, it's just kind of part and parcel with with everyday life over here and so another news said, a baby fox was born yesterday <laughs> exactly you, you got some lady at a fucking squirrel fashion show it it, it that's really it's people make fun of it and you know, for especially you know, other countries they'll they'll look at it and make fun of it, and be like, oh, you know, Americans don't care. But that it's it that's the way it is. Every yeah. day you hear about something horrible like that happening, and then it's just okay. What's next? Just move move along. So, yeah, that really sucks. But yeah. you say, hey, what are you gonna do? Like it's some insensitive thing but honestly there's nothing yeah, that's you the thing, yeah, you, do. you you get used to it as well though i'm sure over there like the oh yeah is, you're completely desensitized yeah, yeah we're not over here you see which is probably a big part of the spark the reaction to what happened yeah you know, which is good you shouldn't it. be desensitized to children being murdered yeah, yeah. it's the, 
or even attacked. You should. It's not, nothing you should ever get desensitized. It's one of the few times I wish we were more like France because France will riot if you raise the retirement age by a year. The entire country will explode. There will be fireballs everywhere. We we just go. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. May I have another? That's pretty much. Be, we're just there was a. a there was a study done by Princeton, and I know we're getting way off topic, but there's a study done by Princeton University um, that showed, you know, you got a graph, and if, if 0% of the people want something, then 0%, uh, there should be a 0% chance that it gets passed into a law. If 100% of people want something, then it should be a 100% uh, chance of it being turned into a law. But no matter, in reality, no matter where, what we want falls on that graph from zero to hundred percent. There is literally always, always a 30% chance of a bill getting passed. If nobody in the country wants it, but the fucking politicians in DC decide it's a good idea, there is a 30% chance it will pass. If everybody in the country wants it, there's a 30% chance it'll pass. So unless you're sitting there potentially that, um, Every single person in the country has to hand up five marshmallows per month to a local <laughs> priest, and that has to be passed by law. There's a thirty percent chance that that could be a law if if it's voted on strictly by Congress. If it's if it's if it you know if it's something that's state by state, well, then I'm gonna push. That, that's old, different. I'm gonna have to push now for this Catholic marshmallow tax. Yeah. If it's a state by state thing, it's different. But federally, yeah, you have there's a thirty percent chance that even the worst idea ever could be voted into, could nice. could, could become a bill, unless of course you're a corporation or one of the top like one percent. They have the money and the power to change stuff. Theirs goes more along the lines of the zero to one hundred. But yeah, so <sighs> it's kind of the way it is. Anyway, let's get back on topic. Anyway, Dan, back to Coca-Cola. <laughs> back, back to torture. Shit, we already lived there. Dan, let's take you back to the 4th century Rome, to the time of Constantine the Great. You have just been found guilty of parricide, or the killing of a close family member, like a father, or a mother, or a brother, or anything like that. And because of the Romans' view on people that murder their family members, your punishment is death. Now, with this punishment comes a whole ritual. First, you are whipped with virgus sanguinis, which is probably just meant red-colored rods, possibly painted red in symbolism, or they become red from your blood. Then your head is placed inside a sack made of wolf skin. Wooden clogs were then placed on your feet, possibly something placed on your legs. It was kind of vague. And then you are shoved inside a sack made of ox leather. Then a viper, a chicken, a dog, and a monkey are thrown in with you. The sack is then sealed up, sewn to almost completely waterproof, possibly then covered in pitch, and then thrown into the nearest deep body of water. This is the punishment of Puena Kula. <laughs> so overly complicated. It's like the turducken from hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you'll see later on that it... See, 
just throwing the animals in there, it's it's bad. But throwing the animals in there, at least they, they might serve a purpose. Later on, you'll see that they just do stupid shit just to keep that tradition alive. And it's right. like, why? You are going way too far. Throw it away in the cheese. No reason. He might be, he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> It gets, it just gets, it's silly. By the end of it, it's fucking silly. Uh, now, the horror of that seems bad enough until you really take a look at what's happening. Then it gets much worse. First off, they didn't always use an ox skin sack. Uh, that kind of just fed into the whole ritual of it. A lot of times, they would just use a wine sack. Back in these days, they used to transport wine in a bag like uh, Canadians with milk. Mm. Do you put milk in do you put milk in bags over there in Ireland or you do jugs like no. we do? No, we do um it's like cartons. Or plastic oh, cart- bottles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, carton, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Big yeah, plastic we, not, that we do too, but we call yeah. it a jug of milk. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah, jug. We're not yeah, we're not fucking weird like Canadians. F- fucking you know? Canadians are just yeah. weird. Just love them to death, but come on. It's just <laughs> You pour a thing of milk and you're like, Whoa. and then you got to buy like a little specialized pitcher just for that. It's like, you know, when we buy it, it comes with the pitcher. That's what the milk is in. You gotta- it's also made from 100% recyclable material. <laughs> so. Oh, it, over there. Over there. Yeah. Here, it's just landfills to the brim. Oh, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's just, that's where the diapers are kept. That's. So uh, the entirety of Manhattan wood. is built on There's. This. New York there's, State's there's milk, milk jug mountain, yeah. <laughs> milk jug. Ma- <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're horrible. So <laughs> now they would use these giant bags, and I mean they're they're big bags. They're like fifty some odd, sixty some odd gallon bags. They're they're large right. sacks. Um, Jesus, <laughs> and they would be obviously waterproof because they're filled with wine. Now, after you and the animals were in there, you were sealed up, sewn shut. Then, in some cases, the opening was covered in pitch or tar to make it even more waterproof. And now, after you're in there and it's sewn shut, now you have to deal with the animals. Now, obviously, the viper or snake, uh, they make the distinction between sometimes it's just a regular snake um, that would be, you know, would bite you, but it, it wouldn't be, either wouldn't be venomous or wouldn't be venomous enough to really harm you too much and sometimes they say it's an actual viper like a pit viper if it bites you your leg's gonna swell up to the size of a fucking you know log and so it's whatever they have just laying around i guess and of course it will bite you once you accidentally step on it a few times or roll over on it uh the rooster would peck and scratch the shit out of you the dog would probably bite and the monkey will do god god knows what (laughs) Throw shit at you, bite you, scratch you, beat the living shit out of you. Um, and that's another thing with the monkey. Sometimes they said sometimes monkey, sometimes they said ape, like a young chimpanzee. Uh, so I would rather be in there with like a spider monkey, or uh, than a, than a, a chimpanzee. Or some chimp, yeah, because because a chimpanzee is gonna rip your face off. Yeah, uh, a monkey is just gonna bite you a bunch of times and, and give you AIDS and outbreak happens i guess i don't know but i'd much rather have just the monkey um 
And then you're thrown in the river or the sea, whichever is closer. Which, again, goes into the ritual. It's like, well, if it's a ritual, you should really pick one or the other. They're like, nah, just throw them wherever it's Water. whatever's closest. Mm. If there's a sea, throw them in it. If there's a river, toss them in it. Cow a trough. Puddle, go Fuck ahead. In. <laughs> <Cow Yeah. trough. laughs> exactly. Just go. throw them wherever. You go down as the fucking fountain from Friends, and there's just yeah, yeah. a guy in a sack yeah, just yeah. around. <laughs> Marcel the monkey and Widow. Marcel is the monkey. <laughs> Now, you would think that the bag would start to fill with water, but it's not the case. Again, it's waterproof. The object of this punishment wasn't drowning, usually. It was suffocation and getting viciously mauled by animals. And depending on who or what died first, you could also become that animal's final meal. So, because they will eat you. You know, the dog, the dog... I mean, almost the second you are dead, the dog will start to eat your face. It just, that's how it is. If you don't, they did studies. They showed that when a person dies in the home, a dog will wait an entire 10 minutes before they start to eat the muscular parts of your body. And cats don't wait much longer than that. They don't no, I'm care. alive. My Your cat food already now. tries to eat me. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, my dog would never do My dog loves me so much. Your dog does love you it when you're you. alive yes. and you can feed it. Once once you're dead and you can't feed it anymore, oh, you're still going to feed it with, with your ass meat. All right? <laughs> it will eat you. <sighs> I'd say thank so, God I don't have a dog, but we all have two asshole cats, so that's probably yeah. They, worse. They'll eat you. They will eat you. Yep. They will. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care. I'll be dead yeah. as long as my you know my dog will be okay. I don't have to worry about my dog starving to death because there's two hundred and like thirty <laughs> some odd pounds of meat here for it to just go to town. It'll be he'll be all right. <sighs> so why such a horrible punishment for this very specific crime? Well, that's how because of how the Romans viewed interfamilial murder. Hell, the Romans considered the act of spilling the blood of someone who gave life to be gravely deplorable, so much so that it was associated with the very derailment of social order. Like, you killed a mother? How can you kill somebody that brought somebody else into this world? You know? <laughs> hating mothers who are on their periods, then. <laughs> Once a month, they hate them. They viewed parasitium as a form of social corruption that could even taint the blood of wild animals who feasted upon the executed corpse of such a criminal. Anyone convicted of parasite was not just a criminal, but a special kind of criminal who was seen as a foul thing, unclean, causing the gods to withdraw their presence from a world he polluted. Now, the body of the criminal also had to be removed in a certain way, as if the body was poison, whose miasma, or oppressive or unpleasant atmosphere which surrounds or emanates from a person or a thing, would spread to others. It's like this contagion. It's like he's going to cause other people to be sick with it if <laughs> you kill somebody of your own family. Killed his daddy disease. Something like it's just <laughs> killed his daddy disease. That's fucking killed my dad. And they're like, get away! Yeah. Boy, catch it. <laughs> That's what every zombie movie ever actually is. It all started from one yes. person killing their father. Just... 
<laughs> Patricide. And then the, Z. Yeah. See, but see, if that was true, then you'd have to go back to Roman times and there'd be, be that one idiot going, no, that doesn't exist. Yeah. People don't people don't kill their parents. Come on. This isn't a movie. I don't know. Did they have like chicken pox parties when over there? Because over here, sometimes they'd have chicken pox parties. Yeah, yeah. Spread it when they're kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can you imagine? Oh, well. Little Johnny over there killed his dad the other day, so I thought we'd just have a killing dad <laughs> party, party get them all yeah. together, get the contagion out of the way, get, so everybody's just done with it. <laughs> so the father's like, <sighs> something to avoid this. I've lived a good life. I made yeah. it almost to 26. <sighs> it was a form of execution meant to cut off the cursed parent killer from contaminating the four elements. Fire water, earth, and air. Kind of the anti-avatar. <laughs> the data-tar. So they throw <laughs> So they throw you in a bag and separate you from all of it. Plus back in these days it was fairly common for the murder victim's family to be able to kind of have a go at the culprit and that the murderer have to pay some sort of reparations to the family, but because the murderer was family they kind of struggled over how exactly to do it so like eh, just yeah. throw in a bag and throw it in the river so you commit <laughs> patricide and part of your punishment is your family could potentially cause your death which Beat in itself is <laughs> yeah. contributing it's to just patricide. more parasite so yeah right okay. or you or you and, and you have to pay your family some type of reparations well where did this come from oh out of the bank account <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey mom account? can yeah. i have a loan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, all that birthday money you gave me in the past like five years. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> I've been saving it. I was gonna get. I was gonna buy a car, but no. You know, I killed. I killed Grandpa. So that's gonna give you a sheep, but they decided to put that in the sack with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be warm with all the with all the wool. It's true. I don't want to get the shit kicked on me by a sheep, though. A drowning sheep. A drowning sheep. Yeah. Oh, it start butting you with its head. Yeah. Oh fucking shit now not every bag was completely waterproof some were more water resistant so you would eventually drown and if you've ever been in a sack with a snake a rooster a dog and an ape that's yeah. slowly filling with water then you know what the chaos it can bring you know for all those times on the weekends when you go hang out at the beach <laughs> just, you're, just at, you're just at the local lake just standing there in a sack and you're putting animals in there be like all right let's get this done and over with and you jump in i sure i remember yeah, this this one time yeah i remember getting into a sack and i had you know a chicken a dog and a monkey and a snake in it and they're all fairly chilled to be fair yeah. got together perfectly yeah. fine we wrote yeah. a song. It was a Disney movie. Yeah. And then I jumped Can you in the water. imagine the Disney? <laughs> and now I can't use my legs. The dog, the snake, the monkey, and the cock. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually a pretty good lineup for a Disney movie, to be fair. It is. It really is. That's uh... a... You're missing out on the thing there, Disney. Yeah, out. Disney. Come on. Had them all we'll like in a big a... box flying off the side of a ship and they become best friends. Yeah, it's it's fucking Madagascar. Yeah. Or or Lion King. You just take a bunch of animals that don't belong with one another and throw them together. Along with a human. Yeah. Into a body of water. <laughs> yeah. Except good. they'd make it some like cute kid 
and he'd have to like learn how to speak with the animals. And I don't know. We're getting too far. Some now I know that learning in there somewhere. <laughs> now I know that many of you see this as animal cruelty, which it is. Uh, we don't like it any more than you do. But fret not, the animals weren't always involved, and the reason for it wasn't always parasite. So let's go back to the beginning, at least what we can tell the best we can from the record from the records that came along after the fact. I almost said recordings. How weird would that be? There was a podcast back then. Funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you hear what happened? I'm th- in the river, just in a sack in the river. The Tiberius left. He said, "Look, so trashy." <laughs> Actually, to be speaking fucking Latin back then or some shit. You just add "ius" behind yeah. every word, and you're fine. That's what I've come to find out. Every every name has "ius" behind it. Um, <laughs> Andreas Dostrasius and 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 Nisakius, Viperus and Puppius. Uh, now, for this, we have to go all the way back to the sixth century BCE, to the time of Rome's seventh and final king before it became a republic, Lucius Tarquinius Superbus, or Tarquin the Proud, a tyrant Dave. that, yeah, also known, also known as Steve Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Cooper, the barrel guy, the inventor uh, of cracker. He's Marrow the one cheese. who came up with. That's why he. That's why they started putting wine in barrels because Steve Cooper came around. because ah. before they're like they're just doing it in the bag. <laughs> A tyrant that, even though he expanded the scope and area of the Roman Empire and overtook several other groups of people like the Utricians, Volci, and the Latins, and established Rome at the head of the Latin League, strengthened its military, signed a treaty with Carthage, and extended the drainage system, he did so with an iron fist and slave labor. I was going to say, what, what have the Romans ever done for us? <laughs> <laughs> All roads lead to that drainage system. Now, eventually, after his son raped the wife of the great-nephew of the fifth king of Rome, That's he was cool. exiled, and the city became a republic through a series of complicated channels and political diplomacy that we just are not going to cover in this. <laughs> tell you what they did was they, <laughs> they wrote stuff down on pieces of paper. They wrote republic, right? <laughs> and then they wrote, like... Like um, what 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 you call it? Ah, oh, the words are escaping me now, and I'm trying to make a joke. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Yeah. Trying to be funny, and all of a sudden you can't think of anything. Basically, they they like wrote like loads of stuff on pieces of paper and stuck it all to all the animals and fucked them all into a sack into the river, and then whichever one came out on top, <laughs> that was the type of society they were going to continue with thereafter. You know, they literally just miss out just Marxism a- like by like a tiny little bit. So. <laughs> just a bunch of sacks floating in the river and they're bobbing for it like apples just yeah. reaching their face in there and grabbing pull <laughs> Republic! Out they can. We got Republic! <laughs> Republic! We got Republic! And you know there's a group of people on the side going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> we want <wanted> capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted a harsh dictatorship that yeah. caused us all to be in poverty for the rest of our lives. Man, we don't get what we want ever. <sighs> now, under his reign. off with that one. So they were. <laughs> Under his reign, Rome acquired the Sibling books, books of prophecy and sacred rituals. He appointed three or two 
depending on what you read, priests called Dumveri Sacrorum, to guard the books. Now, one of these priests, Marcus Attilus, was bribed and ended up telling some, some of the book's secrets to, again, depending on what you read, a Sabin named Petronius. For this, Tarquinius had him sewn up in a sack and thrown into the sea. Now, and I really can't state this enough, depending on what you read. Because <laughs> some people are going to go looking on the internet and see like, well, let, let's see about this. Oh, well, that was wrong. Depending on what you read. Because there's some stuff you read and then they say, this never even fucking happened, even though it's recorded. <laughs> it's just Yeah, we have the audio tapes. We've already recorded that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was a podcast back then. It had like an L and like a V and then four I's or something. It was good. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, it was the last podcast on the lefties. That's what it was. <laughs> that did be the first podcast. The first podcast on the lefties, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Did, did you watch Scream, uh, was it six? The latest one in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's the in the in the dorm room. There's the last podcast on the left poster. Oh, is there? The wall. Oh, there is. I immediately saw it because I have the T-shirt. I was like, ah, there they are. Oh, uh, okay. Started that yeah. around the same time as the Phyllis Betteris podcast started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, there is a chance that the whole parasite thing came from the, and I'm putting this in quote, fact that Attilus was accused of killing his own father. There is spotty evidence of this at best. The first case of Puena Kula for some sort of parasite wouldn't actually happen for a few hundred years after the execution of Marcus Attilus. Sometime around 100 BC, a man by the name of Publicius Malleus was found guilty of killing his own mother. We know this because it was written in the Rhetoricia ad Herinium, uh, the oldest surviving Latin book on rhetoric. Quote, Another law says, He who has been convicted of murdering his parents shall be completely wrapped and bound in a leather sack and thrown in a running stream. Licius was convicted of matricide. Immediately after he had received sentence, his head was wrapped in a bag of wolf's hide, the wooden shoes were put on his feet, and he was led away to prison. His defenders bringing tablets into the jail, writing his will in his presence, witnesses duly attending, the penalty is exacted of him. So... Hmm. Just, That's interesting. Can you imagine a lawyer back then with like a briefcase full of those fucking stone tablets? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like three secretaries behind him carrying more and somebody with a chisel and a hammer. When you're fired, you're walking out with one of those funky little cardboard boxes like an abacus sticking out of it and a, you know, and a quill. They gave you a pink slip yeah. and you just take a rock out of yeah, your pocket yeah. and drop it on the ground. But then after you get fired, you know, you meet your ex-boyfriend who's now a tree farmer working on the family farm and you fall in love back at your hometown. And, in Yule Town. Yeah, and your curtain drops and you've been living in a Hallmark movie this whole time. That's right. Holy Jesus Christ. don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, sign up on the Patreon and go, let's do our extended episode. I think I'd now, kill myself. Oh, God. Have you seen the Simpsons episode where they're making fun of Hallmark movies? No. And they're 
that they're doing a Christmas movie in Springfield and they're building a bunch of gazebos. <laughs> Every Hallmark movie yeah, has, has a, a gazebo. gazebo in it. Yeah. <laughs> Skinner's a, Skinner's not only the pre, the principal of the school, but he's also the town gazebo builder. Nice. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't trust gazebos anymore because of Dungeons and Dragons and seeing things on the internet. Oh. I don't, okay. I don't. <laughs> I think all gazebos are mimics. Gazebos oh. are mimics. <laughs> Everything's a mimic. Yeah. Every everything's a mimic. That's how uh, my next D and D game is just going to completely end. Is they're standing inside a cave or something like we won, and it's just a mimic, and it eats them. <laughs> the entire Earth is a mimic. <laughs> See, I did say I put up Trust Pilot review. Yeah. And it was because of the fact that I uh, kind of nearly wouldn't want to do an ad like this without actually trying the things out. So both you and I have ordered numerous products I have ordered I think it's three of the bundles yeah I got the, the beard growth bundle with the derma roller and the growth accelerator which I will report back right. in on over time because it takes weeks upon weeks a couple of months for it to properly take effect yeah uh, right, yeah, it's not one of those things where you put it on and all. It's like a cartoon, you put put it on and it yeah. comes out. Yeah, it's, it's not the Moxanel. That's what it ain't. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> but um, I did get the the shampoo conditioner bundle. I got two bundles of the oils also, where it has the elixir and the day tonic. So I got two uh-huh. different scents in that one of the silver tier. I think it was the Viking Storm, and I got Holmir's uh-huh. yeah. poem, yeah. the gold one. Yeah, I haven't. That's the one I don't think I've it tried yet. And I might get it next time I order. Yeah. Um, uh, like, is it, uh, what's it smell like? You like, know, like sex. I don't know. Like, uh, it's <laughs> it's really good. Like, no, like Allison loves it. The thing is, I was <laughs> it's got. <laughs> whenever I put on yours, I'm going through the Viking Storm one first. And she was like, ooh, yeah. the smell of that. And then the other day, because I wanted to test it out, what it was like, I threw, threw on the night elixir for the Honeer's poem. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, that's way better. Like, And the price it was playing was only a couple of euros. So I'd be buying the gold tier one next time around again, I think. Because it was, it right. genuinely it is way nicer. But, um, but I think they're great though, because like, I, I, I always yeah. used another kind of brand stuff and it's, worked out a good chunk cheaper and it is way better quality this stuff is so you know you got to wait for it to be shipped to you which can sometimes t- it's it's a lot quicker now than what it was before when they first started out when i first got with them about three years ago uh it took a long time to get the shipment in and now it's it's a lot quicker uh, but for that little bit of time you got you have no wash you have no oil and you go to the store and you get just the off the shelf stuff and it it it's oil is oil but honestly there is such a difference between the stuff you're buying at the store for 10 bucks and what you're getting at the beard struggle that's why i keep going yeah. back to them i i not 100 i love them i do even though i've tried others be like i'll give this a try see what it's see, see if it's any good that's something you, you kind of have to do if you're you know to see how good the quality product is you need to try something else and every single time it's been well that's no good Get more beard struggle. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am now as well. Like, yeah. And they have a sampler kit for each of their things. They have a band they do. sampler kit. And yeah, they, they, it comes with the. It's like it, it comes with their standard sense 
um, that are kind of always there. And uh, so if, if you don't know what you would like, which so far I have not found one that has not gone over well with the wife, which is really what matters. Uh, Street. But if you, you know, if you don't know what set you like, you get the sampler kit and you, know, you find out. You know, you'll probably find out that you like all yeah. of them. And if you want to get that, use our exclusive discount code TORTURE19 at checkout. It's beardstruggle.com. Do what's right for your beard. Do what's right for your face. Now, as you can see, no animals are mentioned in that previous statement or whippings. It's also mentioned in two other law documents from around that time, the Lex Cornelia de Cicerillus and the Lex Pompeia de Parasitis. Now, I'm not going to get a whole lot into that. It's just it's mentioned in them. Um, now, much like every law, its use was subject to the whims of the emperor of the time. Augustus, who ruled from 27 BC to 14 AD, was reluctant to use the Puinicola, uh, as written by the historian Sustinius in Augustus's biography, quote, Furthermore, he administered justice not only with the utmost care, but also with compassion, as it is illustrated in the case of a defendant clearly guilty of parricide, to keep him from being sewn into the sack. Only those who confessed suffered this punishment. Augustus reportedly asked, Surely you did not kill your father? He's like, I'm giving you a lifeline. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. You didn't kill your father, <laughs> did you? He's like, Oh well, I mean, yeah, I did. No, you did. You didn't do that. Well, sure. no, I kind of did. No, you did. You didn't. You didn't kill you. You didn't kill your father. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. But then you jump a few years up to Emperor Claudius, forty-one A.D. to fifty-four A.D., and he absolutely loved Buena Cola, uh, Cola however you want to pronounce it. Uh, in fact, he sewed more men into the sack in five years than were in all the previous centuries combined. He actually used it more than he used crucifixions. And the Romans love their fucking crucifixions. There's a whole big story about it in some book. Uh, and it was around this time where snakes would be begin to use, be used. Hmm. A few decades later, we could find evidence of the monkey being used. And sometime after that, the dog and the rooster were introduced. We know because of the writings of the mid-third mid century by the jurist Modestinus, quote, According to the customs of our ancestors, the punishment instituted for parricide was as follows. A parricide is flogged with a blood-colored rod, then sewn up in a sack with a dog, a dunghill cock, a viper, and a monkey. Then the sack is thrown into the depths of the sea. This is the procedure if the sea is close at hand. Otherwise, he's thrown to the beasts, according to the constitution of the, of the deified Hadrian, who was, you know, around at the time. Um, Okay, there are a lot of Latin names here. I'm sure I'm fucking up a few of them. Deal with it. <laughs> I don't speak Latin. Of course you are. And my <laughs> guess is most people out there, neither do you. So fuck off. So you're saying that wrong. Do you speak Latin? Well, no. The Shut up. Tell them how you really feel, Kevin. <laughs> 
Don't hold back now. I'm sick and tired of all these Latin elites coming at me about how I don't speak Latin perfectly. And you're all up there high and mighty in your fucking toga. You you tell the story, goddamn. You come do a podcast. First podcast on the left TS. That still fucking kills me. Oh. Yes. Oh, I know that picture. I've, that, that's actually one of the uh, articles that I got a lot of this from. Was where that picture is from. Uh, probably what we'll use for a lo- for the uh, logo Ooh, for the show. It's pretty cool. It is a it's cool very, picture. Yeah. It's like it's like those. It is. Um, I don't know if you did if you did it in school or not. If you did art, but like when you do an art, you get the clay. Do the ne- the negative and you yeah and you yeah yeah etch it know. out yeah, yeah yeah we did that yeah it's a good time good time. Now, by this time, uh, it wasn't really being used too much anymore. They were more inclined to throw you into the arena to fight the lions for entertainment purposes. So this is one of those things that kind of, depending on who the ruler is, it kind of goes into fashion, comes into fashion, out of fashion, into fashion. You know, back and forth, back and forth for like a thousand fucking years. Like hats. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, Then... Constantine came into power and he brought and he brought it all back and expanded it. Now up until this time it had mostly been used on people that killed their parents. But Constantine decided to include parents or grandparents that killed the children. Now, although it would seem that we were back to using only the snakes now. Quote, whoever secretly or openly shall hasten the death of a parent or son or other near relative whose murder is accounted as parricide will suffer the penalty of will suffer the penalty of parricide. He will not be punished by the sword, by fire, or by some other ordinary form of execution, but he will be sewn up in a sack and, in this dismal prison, have serpents as his companions. Depending on the nature of the locality, he shall be thrown into a neighboring sea or into the river, so that even while living, he may be deprived of the enjoyment of the elements, the air being denied him while living, and internment in the earth when dead. November 16th, 318. So, you know. Well, at least I'll be able to breathe while I'm dying. Nope, take the air away from him. Well, at least I'll be able to enjoy enjoy the earth after I'm dead. Ah, throw him in the water! (laughs) But he still has one of the elements, though. That's the thing. He still has the water. Don't worry. But if it's a waterproof sack, it can't get in there. He's just going to spend the rest of eternity. I'm surprised we don't go out to the ocean and just see a bunch of sacks with skeletons in them just floating around. (laughs) What is that? Oh, fucking Roman. (laughs) Well, if you go listen to the first podcast on the leftiest, you'll find out all about. <laughs> now, then when Justinian came into power in the 530s, we see the other animals brought back into the fold. As written in the Corpus Juris Civilis, a massive body of law created by Emperor Justinian, quote, Anyone who dares openly or secretly to hasten the end of an ascendant or son or any relative within the term parricide, and anyone who intentionally procures such a death, and any co-conspirators, even if outside the family, shall suffer the punishment for parricide. 
He is not put to the sword, nor to fire, nor to any other custom-hollowed death, but is sewn into a sack with a dog, a cock, a snake, and a monkey, and sealed in it with those bestial inmates. He is thrown, as the nature of the place allows, into the nearby sea or river. In this way, while he still lives, he loses the use of every element. The sky is taken from him before he dies, and the earth is denied him when he is dead. I would so, think it'd be fucking hilarious if you're thrown into a sack filled with a bunch of cocks, but not the animal cock. A bunch <laughs> of flaccid penises <laughs> thrown into the river, a raging river, <laughs> nothing <but laughs> filled with penises. <laughs> Just... Are all these penises on a necklace? What's going <laughs> Yeah. Filled with spices. <laughs> filled with spices. <laughs> That's a callback to a, a a different thing, a D thing. Um, yeah, guy gets in. He's like, "What the fuck?" They look in the sack. They're like, "Oh, it's a bag of dicks." Did Josh do this one? Did Josh fill this one up? He's just over there with the knife. You said cook. <laughs> so why those animals? That's where a bag of snake dicks came or viper. From. That's where it must be where a bag of dicks came from. Yes, a bag of dicks. Yes. Has to be that's, where a, that came from. that's a good. That's where bag of dicks came. That Ooh. was probably the epi- That was probably the name of the episode of first podcast on the left. <laughs> yeah, Buena cool. A bag of dicks. <laughs> Big bag of dicks. We had coming up with so many titles for this episode today. <laughs> Gonna have a hell of a time. So why these animals? A snake or viper? A rooster? A dog? And a monkey or ape? Well, if the Romans wanted to find even more vicious animals to put in the sack, they could have easily. I mean, they had lions, for Christ's sake. Uh, So we can only figure that it was more of a symbolic or ritualistic step. Snakes were then considered demonic. The rooster could possibly be associated with sunrise or mornings. Uh, Why the monkey and dog? Who fucking knows? Yeah, who I wish cares? I had some great, yeah. I wish I had some great realization about the symbolism of each animal and how they fit into the crime of parasite. But honestly, I think they just said, "Hey, what animals can we throw in there with them to really fuck shit up?" And they came up with those four. They're just looking around, picking shit up off the ground. Yeah, throw that in there too. Who gives a shit? He's like, "Hey, got the, got this dog here. God damn it, Steve. Okay." We've been doing snakes for for a long time. I think we should mix it up a little bit. <laughs> I know a guy snakes. that's got a monkey. <laughs> he's he's selling them down by the by the the gas and stop uh, back by the strip mall. He, he, I mean, he's got a few of them. Well, some capuchins we could throw in there. He's like, somebody grab that dog and somebody grab that chicken. That's just. I feel like that's how it was. Just whatever the 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 emperor at the time just had those laying around his house. He's like, throw those in. Fucking things are a nuisance, shitting all over my house. Just get rid of them. Now, the punishment was eventually abolished in the Byzantine Empire around the late 9th century, where it was replaced with just simply being thrown into a fire by Emperor Leo VI the Wise. He's like, you know what, this... Can we, should we get the sacks, huh? Now, you know what? This is just so much fucking work. We're running out of snakes. Yeah. Just, just fucking throw... See that bonfire? Just throw them in. Fuck it. But it'll, he'll contaminate the fire. Yeah, shut the fuck up with that ritualistic bullshit. Just kill the guy. Just fucking get rid of him. I don't want to hear it. Just go. Go, you are wise. Yes, I know. I'm Leo Six, the wise. That's what they call me. Just fucking go do what I told you to do. 
as he adjusts his toga and walks off stage. That's why they called him the wise ass, because he realized it was all a bunch of shite. Yep. He's like, I know what's going on here. You ever watch The Good Place? Um, I don't think so. I might have. I I don't know. I I can't remember his name, and I think his name actually might have been Dan, but I'm trying to remember. Uh, but there's a, there's a whole thing about what what is the good place? Where do you go? What religion is right? And there's one guy who got it right when he was high on like mescaline or something like that, and he figured it all out. And he was the wise one. And that's why I feel like Leo is is that he's just the wise one. He figured out it was all just a bunch of bullshit. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Throw the guy in the fire. Who cares? <laughs> Completely reinvented the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <that's right. laughs> It's like, hey, like we have this really, um, this really uh, funky little machine here, uh, Mister Wise. You know, it 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 it's, it's has this spring and it opens up like a flower. We put it in our mouth and we can like, go, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, just get a hammer, just get the hammer, just get the hammer. Use that thing Don't. on gloves. Yeah, stretch them out. All my gloves are tight. Use that on the gloves. I'm just gonna fucking get a piece of wood yeah. and hit him with it. Yep. Why are you? Why are you making things so complicated? S-A-I Leo, the sex. <laughs> so yeah, they abolish it in the Byzantine Empire about the 9th century. However, we couldn't really have an episode of torture without bringing up medieval Europe. Uh, historian Florik Egmund writes that Puina Kula had its heyday during the 15th century and early 17th centuries, but was widely known in various parts of German-speaking countries, the Netherlands, France, Spain, and Italy, from the early 13th until the mid of the 18th centuries. It appears in the Sieti Partidas, a a legislative body introduced in 13th century Castile by King Alfonso X, and with all the characteristics, sack, animals, water, although over time it tended to be carried out only metaphorically. This is where I said earlier it's going to get kind of silly. The condemned was dragged to the scaffold in a soron, a bale or parcel wrapped in animal hide, usually containing exotic substances. Uh, dragged by some beast of burden. They they really punched home the fact, and I didn't really have it in there, but they really punched home the fact that every time you were dragged to the river or to the ocean or whatever, uh, the Mediterranean Sea, that it was the, the cart or whatever you were in was dragged by black oxen. That was always, it had to be dragged by black oxen. Okay. They just picked whatever beast of burden they had. Probably a fucking donkey or something that they had just standing there doing nothing. Talking to its ogre friend about fucking parfaits and onions and bullshit. Um, It was the extra cocks. So uh, (laughs) just just a sea of cocks pulling the (laughs) crowd. It's a sea of cocks. Again, I said cocks. Just. (laughs) Now, this was something that would. Continue to be done until like the middle of the 19th century where somebody would be carried to wherever they're going by a beast of burden. And then the corpse, because you're already dead. All right. This was after the execution. Uh, the corpse was introduced into a bucket that had a dog, a monkey, a rooster, and a snake painted on it. And which was simulated to be thrown into the water before burial. So, again, so, no so when it. that guy said it was like it's it, 
the historian, sorry, was saying it's like the fucking, was it Pona Cola thing <laughs> had it. Pona Cola. Pona Cola had like, its heyday or whatever, or its best time here. It's like, what he actually meant was this is like its load and reload era where it's just yeah. fucking ridiculous and stupid <laughs> and terrible. Yeah. They, they, they do use it, uh, but they change it up a lot. Um, mostly, you know, like all these German-speaking countries, Netherlands, um, France is a Germanic language, Spanish, Italy, they, they kind of bastardized it, I guess. They'd be like, oh, let's just do this for the fuck of it. I'll paint a little puppy dog on the side of it or whatever. <laughs> you know, um, but in Germany, where it survived the most, go figure, uh, evidence in the 12th century by the Sassen Spiegel, or the Saxon Mir, the most important penal code of the Germanic Middle Ages, there were some differences. However, the rooster was not included, and the serpent, again, it's kind of silly for no fucking reason, the serpent was represented only pictorially on a piece of paper. Hmm. So they just drew a snake on a piece of paper and threw it in the sack. <laughs> like, here, take that! Yeah, no! Sitting piece of paper going... Around. <laughs> Shoving it in their so faces. So many paper cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of even drawing some things. Uh, and the monkey was replaced with a cat. Well, that is worse. <laughs> that is, that's a lot worse. A mad monkey and a mad cat. I'd take the monkey any time. <laughs> I feel like I can. I feel like I can get down to the monkey's level, and I feel like I can reason with the monkey. There's no reason. There's no reasoning with an angry cat. They're just gonna do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. Fuck you. Uh, the cats were often... a name for the episode. Oh, did you? Yeah. What's cock that? in the sack. Cock in the sack. The cock in the sack. Cock in the sack. Uh, the cat was often separated from the prisoner by a sewn cloth. So they're just kind of put in like a pocket. Um, <laughs> so the fucking snakes yeah, I, on a piece of paper. <laughs> shit's in a pocket. Snakes in paper. So the only thing, so it's you and a dog, which honestly for the dog's probably like, hey, this is cool. I just get to cuddle up next to this human yeah. and he's going to pet me until, you know, we both die of suffocation. Oh, and there's a cat down in a pocket down at the bottom. This is great. What's the fucking uh, point? <laughs> I don't know. There's no point really to any of it. Uh, moreover, the sack was not made of leather, but of linen, which facilitated death by drowning rather than asphyxiation. Now, this meant shortening the suffering, something that was sometimes sought and sometimes not. Sometimes they wanted people to die quickly. Sometimes they wanted you to suffer. So sometimes uh, they it... shot them before they put them in. And then <laughs> other times they didn't put them in at all. Sometimes they only put their foot in while they kept... <laughs> the cat in a box 16 miles away from them and threaten them with potentially coming near them with the cat. We're going, if you say one more word, I'll get the cat out. <laughs> so what they do is they put you in the sack with the cat. The cat kills you. And then they put the cat in the pocket and then they throw you ah. in the river. That makes sense. Uh, a case, yes. A case recorded in Dresden in which a leather sack waterproofed with pitch was used to make the agony of his occupant last longer, but the sack burst open when it hit the water. When I read that, all I could think of was fucking Paul Bernardo. 
yeah. <laughs> Paul Bernardo was in charge of throwing this sack in the water, and it just explodes. <laughs> All the contents go everywhere. Say, like, Paul, you didn't make that sack out of leather, right? He's like, you leather. I thought you said. I thought you said crackers. I thought you said make the make the sack out of crackers. It's like, no, Paul, you can't make a sack out of crackers. Uh, but I can got my can put my dick in a sandwich. Ah! <laughs> That's exactly how he sounds. But the invisible darkness let yeah. me let me make a sack out of crackers. <laughs> I like all the tar that you painted on this. It's invis. It's the darkness and it's invisible. <laughs> I put my hat on backwards, man. Come at me, guy. We can't get away from him. Fuck you, Paul Bernard. <sighs> anyway, the sack burst open when it hit the water, and the animals were able to. Ex- were able to escape. They just swam off. The condemned, however, presumably tied up, drowned. So, what's the point? You gotta think. That's just a weird day for that cat and dog. It's just like, okay, yeah. now we're in a sack. Yeah, Who I, the I'm, fuck I'm is in this? Pocket. Like, don't worry. We stuck the cat in the pocket with water soluble glue. So as soon as it hits the water, it'll open up, and the cat can just fuck off into the distance and have no interaction with this person in the sack whatsoever. Well, you work. just got to think there's, there's a, a tabby just walking down the street and like, uh, I don't know, a poodle walking next to it. They're your, they're the Disney couple, just the cat and the dog just walking down the street, Oliver and fucking company, just walking down the street. They grab them, throw them in a sack. Now all of a sudden they're like, well, who, why are we in a sack? Who the fuck is this yeah, guy? Yeah. And they throw him in the, why are we in the water now? Swim for your life. What about the guy? Fuck, fuck the him. guy. Yeah. It's just a weird day for a cat and a dog. Just out of nowhere. Now you're in a sack. Now you're in the water. Now you're out of the water and you're fine. It's all good. You get out, they shake off, and they go about like, their fucking like, business. Realistically, like, like that being a big part of what the whole concept of the torture method of, and to do with the death, right? To remove all those things from it and just have them as more like symbolic, right? Is nearly like yeah. doing like the lynchy, and they pull out one of the knives, and then you walk over and they stab a dummy with it instead. And go, <laughs> how'd you like that? <laughs> You know, or they're in the brazen bull, you know, and they light a barbecue off to the side somewhere. You know, and they're just like, yeah. Can't have the heat. Something like that. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> or, no, it's the head crusher with the cantaloupe. They just put a cantaloupe no, yeah. in your head. <laughs> You're like, huh? I'm going to squeeze it more. <laughs> Kill your mother. Anyway, the last time this punishment was handed out was in 1734, somewhere in Saxony. However, according to some sources, oh shit, I'm about someplace. Uh, according to some sources, it could have been depending in on where you read. Saxon. <laughs> Say what? So depending on where you read or what you read. Depending on where. Depending on where. <laughs> depending on what you read. Don't come at me saying Ooh. it was still happening in the 1900s. Uh, now, according to some sources, it could have been in the Saxon city of Sitawa, where the last case is alleged to have happened in 1749. Mm. 1761, the Puena Kula was definitively abolished. Now, if any of this sounds familiar, mostly the sack and the water, not so much the animals, 
It's because we Which spoke is. about it briefly, I believe, last year when Gil DeRay's father did the very same thing to Gil's mother-in-law. Oh, that's true. Sewed her up in a sack and threw her in the river. Yeah, and like the line at somebody or something. Well, the, the, <laughs> he let the kid from the, the line. That was later on. That's a different thing. And he, yeah, yeah. they send a messenger and he captures the messenger and locks him up and all that shit. Yeah. 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 Um, if you want to know more about that, go listen to our episode on Guidry. Uh, yeah. It's a good one. It's a long one. It's a good one. Joan of Arc and all that bullshit. Uh, Dan, do you have any pop culture for this? I can't imagine. There's a whole lot. No, out there. no um, the thing is, I, I immediately when you told me about this thought, not not of like patricide. I thought of witches. I thought that this was part of what they did to kind of like a ducking witches. stool. Almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, you can find things to do with patricide or parasite, whatever way you want to pronounce it. Well, patricide is the murder of your father. Parasite is the That's murder parents, of a close relative. Yeah. Ah, right. But, um, yeah, there's going to be there's bits of that in pop culture stuff and all. And, you know, there's no Taylor Swift songs about it, though. But, um, you wait, know, just, uh, just wait. It. When her and Travis Kelsey break up, there's going to be a Parasite song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> parasite, yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, just probably the most famous instance of it is uh, in mythology <laughs> it's just got old Cronus Go killing figure. his father go figure so, yeah Cronus <laughs> killed uh, Uranus by putting a big <laughs> cock in his sack <laughs> um, and and he was overthrown by Zeus um, but yeah just I, I couldn't see anything specific oh. or nothing that was worth talking about if you get me um they you can always it's check not really out something you'd cover i don't think in a movie <laughs> like, no well you can always check out i believe it's season five episode 10 of first podcast on the leftiest they cover they cover it to nauseum uh, other than that yeah i don't know i don't know of any pop culture that's out there um maybe maybe it's best some things just aren't brought back into popular culture Maybe maybe this is just one of those that we... Yeah, well, to be fair, right, when it comes to pop culture stuff and torture things, it tends to be the things that don't need explaining, that are just visually representative when you can look at it and kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah. that's the rack, that's an Iron Maiden, that's this. You know, you can see without having much explanation. Now, to be fair, if I was watching a TV show or a film and they cracked out a sack, threw a guy into it and threw a fucking chicken, a snake, a dog and a monkey into that and shaked and baked his ass like that I would be really really confused and <laughs> yeah. I'd say that is why it's probably not used in yeah you'd movies. say that never happened that's that yeah too. like what some, the some, some of these things that we cover they're too wild to to if, if somebody was just tell you that if you see this in a movie you'd be like oh that never fucking happened yeah when it did yeah yeah it's just I would be thinking holy fuck that's gotta suck <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't think I'd be serious confused. To, like, to, that's that's innovative. Did they just come up with that? Nah, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Family Guy episode of Tortures, if you think about it. <laughs> you know, it's just like the the it's just grabbing all the random he's, shit and throw it all in the bag. He's fighting the giant chick. They, he's a happens. giant chicken. He's fighting. No, it's kind of back. more like you know, like the way South Park took the piss out of it, saying about how it was written by manatees and um. In a water tank, yeah. where they picked the you know, it's kind of like that. The way just the most like, remember the time we met Mohammed wearing a salmon helmet? 
you know, it's it's that kind of thing, but in torture, you know, it's literally think of the most random things you could think of, throw them all into a bag together and chuck it into the water and let's see what happens. It's that scene from Apollo 11 where they're trying to get everybody back home. They're trying to get Tom Hanks. It's the air filter thing. And and they just throw out a bunch of shit onto a table. It's like, this is what we have to work with. Let's figure it out. (laughs) And they just throw it out on a table. It's just a sack, a chicken, a snake, a monkey. There's a dog over in the corner. They'll get to that later. There's also like a screwdriver, an air filter, some plastic cups. Now, what can we do here? Dave, you've been trying to get rid of that chicken for months. (laughs) There's one guy picks up the sack and starts putting the cups in it. They're like, no, 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 no. That won't work. That's not good. Puts the monkey in there, and they're like, yeah, no. now, <laughs> yeah. now we're sucking diesel. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Well. Ridiculous. I think it's yeah. hilarious and brilliant and horrible get, all at the same time. Yeah. It's creative. I'll give him that. It's definitely creative. Uh, I would never came up with it. Yeah. Put him in a like, Who thought of putting a chicken. cat pocket into it, though? You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you made me sack of my cat pocket. <laughs> Cat pocket. <laughs> like, do you guys have hot pockets over there? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, hot yeah. pockets. Yeah. Cat pocket. <laughs> oh, thank you to our patrons, Willow Quinfowler and MX Sinister Twenty Six. Um, I believe MX had emailed us and was telling about um, Spotify Wrapped. It's, it's that time of the year. Everybody's putting out their Spotify Wrapped, and uh, we put ours out. If you want to see it, where we rank and 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 how good we did for the year. Uh, Go to our Instagram or TikTok videos on there. Um, but he he emailed us and was like, hey, you guys, you know, you're my number one podcast. Look. And he showed me the Spotify thing. I was Sweet. like, that's fucking awesome. And, you know, we're the, we're the number one. We're number one for a handful of people. We're on number Spotify. one. We're a couple, number one. A, cu- <laughs> a couple handfuls of people uh, on there. And in top five for even more, and top ten for like four hundred or something. So sweet. Uh, so it's a small accomplishment, but it's still an accomplishment. We're gonna celebrate it. So it's it's a, it's um, a good it, accomplishment. Like we were yeah, celebrating it, our it, our numbers recently, and it was it wasn't that long ago we were celebrating. Was it ten thousand? Ten thousand. And we're already up. Yeah, we're, we're past 13, as of today. Now. We're over thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So so thank you. Yeah. You know, the little steps. Well, that's are the it. best steps. Uh, but if you want to see that, you can go to our TikTok or our Instagram at TorturePod. Uh, you can get a hold of us through email, like MX did, and TorturePod at gmail.com. Uh, while you're on our socials, you can go ahead and click on our link tree and donate there. You can find all our, our links there. You can also donate buymeacoffee.com slash TorturePod, buy us coffee. Uh, go to our YouTube page. Where we have, you know, if you like your if you like your podcast with a video, which is, is it's not much of a video, but it's it's something if you listen to podcasts on YouTube, um, you can support us by going to Patreon and signing up for a free one week trial of our cult leader tier. Then you get a better you, video. A, yeah, it gives you yeah you get a much better video. This it comes video. With quite a quite a bunch of shit. Um, and if you like it, you can sign up and pay however much you feel like paying for whichever tier you want. And if not, okay. Uh, and the, uh, one of the best ways to support us is go to redbubble.com slash people slash torture pod, buy some of our merch, which I don't think either one of us is actually wearing. Right now for this the is first my time. first, yeah, this is my first time not wearing any. Um, I got my hat. 
right not here. Like, I yeah. Got a hat. I just don't have it on. I just didn't feel like putting on a hat today. Yeah. Um, but you know, I got a I got a breast cancer awareness T-shirt on, which is which is fine. Right. I have a T-shirt on for a different crowd. <laughs> so no, it's uh, <laughs> it's for enough. a music group thing. That's um the uh, that pedal show for any of the musos. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you you had told me about that. I think before. Yeah, love those guys. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, hint for our next episode. It's beginning to look a lot like murder. The sequel with a special guest who, again, still, much like Santa, is jolly and from the great, great white north. <laughs> assuming uh, he replies. Assuming he replies. Yeah, I'm going to uh, text Dan, him right now. Dan, any, any words of wisdom? <laughs> um, if you're allergic to cats, don't kill any of your family members. Um, <laughs> in Germany, at least. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Germany, you're fine because they put it in a cat pocket. Um, oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. They separate. Yeah, it's in a pocket. Yeah. Um, outside of just this stuff right here, not really. No, no. It's it's if if you kill a family member, go out and buy some good old wing sauce. Before you do, okay, then bring it into the sack with you. Because you just know, gonna eat the chicken raw. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, you might as well die, die of salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna die, and die then, of salmonella. You're gonna you're gonna die of suffocation before <laughs> that. You know. So if you manage to get, and as well as that, you can throw the hot sauce in the eyes of a monkey or something like that, and it'll keep it, it away from you. The animals are gonna rip you apart long before you die of suffocation. If it's a viper, you're dead anyway. And cover so yourself in hot sauce, well. and they won't go near. There you, you go. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there with Franks <laughs> covered in Franks just be like come get me motherfuckers I but, figured uh, you'd say yeah. something like uh, if you're playing Boulder's Gate make sure you initiate some something romantic between you and your partner otherwise you'll go through the whole thing and never realize that you could have had sex with them the whole time <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta make sure you uh, get the best out of those dick physics that you can yeah. um but uh did you the worst thing about that though you see i would say it's like that sadly because of the fact that it's a specific action needs it's not as if like it doesn't even give you the option if you don't it's like it was like something like i didn't get a get a flower at the exact right time or something stupid like yeah. that and it's like it's like i literally like saved the world for you and you're just like, no. Like, yeah, but remember you didn't give me a, uh, a while back where you didn't make this one decision? Yeah. Uh, if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about, go to our go go sign up for our Don't cult leader tier and listen to the extended episode and, and you'll know. Also, Godzilla is a representation of the atomic bomb, not supposed to be a hero, supposed to be a villain. <laughs> I always knew he again, was a villain. <laughs> why did it, why does again, anyone ever think he's not a villain? Because he fights with Kong to take on Mechagodzilla, and he and he saves saves people. That's the whole in thing, one movie, though. Like every other film, yeah, he's an but asshole. Still, <laughs> but still, well, in the Godzilla movie from the uh, late '90s, early 2000s, he was with Matthew Broderick. It, it he was actually a she, and she was protecting her her eggs. She was just being a mother. But she came so, out of the water and went around destroying the place long before she put those eggs in that stadium. Well, technically. If you remember right, all she did was walk around for a while until we started shooting shit at her. Then That's she started true. running through buildings. Yeah, she stood and on top then, of people. 
which and then apparently, and then if you remember from the Godzilla movie came out a few years ago, the they they oh well there used to be all these monsters that lived on you know on the surface and Godzilla was the one that kept them all in check and this Mayo Mothra was trying to kill people and Godzilla was protecting us so Godzilla's not a hero Godzilla's supposed to be a villain just so you know again if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about or why we're talking about this go sign up for the cult leader tier let's do the extended episode it'll pee on there (laughs) so there's Uh, my word of wisdom for you then in that case is if you see Godzilla do not assume that he is your friend assume he is your enemy Godzilla will not have a tea party with you Godzilla, Godzilla is Godzilla is stranger danger. Yeah. <laughs> if he says, "Hey kid, my uh, uh, your, your mom told me to come pick you up from school. She can get in the back of my windowless <laughs> van." You say, "What's the code word?" I'm not supposed to get in vehicles with Godzillas. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's that's enough silliness from us. Uh, take care of yourselves and take care of one another. We'll see you. Sayonara.